Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nice to Meet You. This is your host, Simone, and this is a podcast of conversations with friends and strangers where we talk about life and lessons learned along the way. Welcome to 2020, y'all. We're starting off this year with an NCNY chat episode. If you're not familiar with those episodes, they're where I have three previous guests come and join me. They send in topics. I make up some topics myself, and we all just sit down and we talk and shoot the shit about them. For this episode, we have my cousin Chris, my friend Simone, and a fellow podcaster, Ronald, who's also a friend, don't get me wrong. And we talk about a host of different topics that lead us into talking about the zombie apocalypse, general just governmental failures and societal failures. I guess I don't know if those just go hand in hand, but um, we also chat about just being at the age of wanting to have kids and not being able to. And um, the rest of the topics that you can find are listed in the description. You can check out those timestamps if you want to fast forward or rewind. To be quite honest, even though Insecure is on there, we don't really delve too much into it because I haven't, I haven't watched all of it, y'all. I like to watch shows after all the seasons are out. Um, I don't know why, I, but that's also neither here nor there. So um, let's get into this episode. Um, follow the podcast at NCMY Podcast on Instagram and Twitter for more updates and all the different events and things that I want to plan for this year. Other than that, subscribe to the podcast, um, subscribe to the newsletter at ntypodcast.com, and I'll chat with y'all later. Yeah, so first we'll just go around and everybody can introduce themselves. I don't know who wants to go first. I just choose. Okay, Chris, go ahead. My name is Chris. Um, Red leather. I know no. Simone by way of family. She's my cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the Army. I'm in the IT field in the Army. My name is Simone. I met Simone through casual conversation. We met at a bar and kept talking, and here here I am. We're still friends years yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> of the many friends I've met at bars. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have my own social impact-focused consulting company. I am Ronald Young Jr. I, uh, we met, I met Simone doing Nice to Meet You three years ago it's yeah Yeah, it's been a minute yeah pre-pandemic that's like (laughs) you're basically day one at this point uh, (laughs) pandemic yeah no we met at the prx podcast garage and i'm a fellow audio producer word okay so um i had y'all send me some topics in just to you know chat discuss hang out um and so for the first topic we're just gonna do a vibe check so someone asked asked (laughs) what's making you happy this week is there is there anything <laughs> for me coming home from being in the military for winter break and for the holiday being with family primarily is really making me happy i've really been enjoying my time here spending a lot of time with my mom um and just getting to see all my cousins and doing activities this really for the first time it feels like christmas even though we're in a pandemic so you know, that's so beautiful, but I feel like Christmas was two days ago, and that's cheating. We could all say Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did put in the note. My bad. Uh, it was someone's question. <laughs> so much for anonymous questions. <laughs> right, right. She did put in the note. We, no we holiday all say Christmas answer. It's not so, interesting. I don't learn anything about but some, you. Some people, some people, even though it is the holidays, still don't feel like it's 
I literally do not love the holidays. <laughs> but but I also included that just being around my family in general. Just, He's just I haven't it. been. I haven't been. I have not been home and I was home for Thanksgiving. But prior to that, <laughs> prior to that, it's been a long time. Okay. Usually, it's like year. Like okay. a year. Every year, I get to come home. So. I'll allow it. Yeah. And, or, or I'm out of the country, so I don't get to be in the states. Yeah. So for me, I would say it's. Um, creating things this week because I love like giving people creative Christmas gifts um, the glass that Chris is drinking out of I made like one for everyone in the family with their name and then like just Christmas 2021 on the back so that was fun um, Cute, I love and that. I got a whole bunch of new cooking stuff hey. um, for Christmas which is holiday related but mm. yeah. I noticed you didn't cook anything glass. today is that like by design I, I noticed you didn't cook Christmas anything today is that really like uh, by design no, I just cleaned, like, yeah, I was like, I I've actually have people cute. coming yeah. over for once, you know, like, yeah. let me, like, make it look nice. <laughs> it looks very presentable, yeah? Yeah, yeah I put all the clothes great. upstairs and everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I think what's making me happy this week is I've had a chance to cook a lot of really interesting things, just, like, having a little bit of time to slow down. Um, had some eggnog pancakes the other day, which, for me, an eggnog person, that was, like, a dream come true. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle on eggnog, mm, to don't be honest. Have to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's great stuff. You're not I put it in my coffee. No, you know the alcohol would cook out. Oh, true, sir. There's that, that rummy flavor in there. Mm. Um, I am. What is making me happy this week? I wish I would have thought about this before I came here. Um, not not having to work, being off work mm-hmm. is nice. Or, or a lot of people are being okay. like a lot of people are being real. Uh, liberal with work policy right now so i feel like that feels good for these like two weeks because mm. come january that changes back real fast so mm. take advantage of it if you can i've always said you should never take your you should always take your vacation days in the spring and summer and never in the fall and winter because basically every day from september through february you get a day off uh every month and then during the winter holidays people are so people are so few people are working that you can get away with doing nothing pretty much the holiday slowdown right like pretty much as thanksgiving approaches everybody's just trying to make it yeah Yeah. january 1st and like reset i will start again yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i quit if it didn't get done by thanksgiving it's not gonna get done okay Um, another sort of vibe checky question is uh, hashtag goals. So a couple people asked, what would you like to accomplish before the year is out? And what are you expecting to do in the next year? I felt like we should have had time to prepare these questions. I asked if y'all wanted to be surprised. <laughs> I, am, I am surprised. I'm surprised at my lack of preparation. I guess, I I'll, I guess yeah. I'll go first again. Go off, Chris. <laughs> uh, I plan on getting promoted. So I want a promotion. Nice. Cool. Yeah, that's my goal for the next three months. I love that. Yeah. Um, goals are a hard one because I think I've spent like the last year and a half or two years just like trying to survive. Like I've been in like the state of transition. I've gone through like, you know, five different jobs, finally mm-hmm. landed on like my own company. And I'm just like taking a deep breath for the first time. And uh, I still need to like meditate on what do I do after I accomplish this goal of making it through the last two years which mm-hmm. I did so like <laughs> thank you so much okay so next year last year I, I started doing audio production full-time mm-hmm. and so nice. like I still have a lot of goals related to that but next year specifically I want to 
host a podcast in the top 100 and produce a podcast in the top 100. Uh, and specifically, I want them to be separate. And I'm working on mm. pitching things right now to uh, some production companies. So hopefully that goes well. That'll be January, February. Hopefully that goes well. And then by the summer, summer, fall, we'll be having, I'll have some new stuff coming out. So I'm excited to start working on that, start having those meetings and have people listen to. I don't know. It's nerve wracking to try to sell something to someone because mm-hmm. it's like it's literally just sells. You have to convince them that's going to be good. So that's nerve wracking, but I'm excited. So that's one of my big goals for next year. Those right. are my big goals for next year. Cool. Right. How is it like being full time, like doing what you actually like want to do as far as like producing podcasts? I mean, it's cr- like it's it, you know, it's every day is it's it's good. So let me just <laughs> the overall is it's great. But I want to tell you all about some of the drawbacks. One of my biggest clients uh hasn't paid me since september mm. so and like we had to like iron that out i had to get like wow. my agent involved like we had to get people to sit at the table and like figure out how to like get this done which is nerve-wracking and now i've realized that i more than i did before really have to be thinking three to six months ahead in terms of like having money paying rent all that stuff mm-hmm. in a way that i didn't think about it before but that being said like the trade-off is i mean i mean i, I feel like that's worth what i get you know, I make my own schedule. I don't really have vacation days anymore, but that's because I can work whenever I need to work. So um, I just have to meet deadlines. Yeah. So I kind of set my own schedule. I wake up when I want. I come and go as I please. Um, and honestly, doing that during the pandemic when we're able to work from home has been really good because it means that, I mean, I, I don't ever really have to adjust to going back to an office or any of that. So I feel I feel good about that, but there is a trade-off. Yeah. I feel like everybody's starting businesses now and like I'm like what can I do but I, I really don't want to have to have a job yeah I'm pretty you know? anti-work yeah. I'm pretty anti-work yeah <laughs> if, if capitalism things are a real bummer <laughs> um my goals for next year I think I'm just trying to become more consistent with my hobbies because I have a lot of things that I like to do like photography a whole bunch of different crafts um podcasting and I just need to become more consistent <laughs> And more like I don't know more. Uh, what is it like? Um, what is that word? Automation. No, it's like Efficient. when you like. You, no, it's like when you intentional. Uh, yeah, I need to become more intentional about. It. It's like I can't just be like, oh, I want to sew more. I really need to start like like making deadlines and stuff for my hobbies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my goals, and also to get back into the gym because I miss it. Love that. Have you heard of this? Um, I think it's this Japanese principle called Kaizen and it's like the idea of like improving 1% at a time. I think of that a lot when I'm like trying to practice things. Like hmm. for me, I love hobbies and like picking up little things, but I like quit as soon as I feel bad at it, which is right away because it's new. <laughs> um, but like this, the idea behind this is just to like focus on getting like 1% better every day, which like you can do ideally. Um, what, what do you feel like keeps you going when you like are like, I want to start sewing? I honestly am the person that just has to want to do something in order to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's literally just like it's either 100 or zero, mm-hmm. like as far as motivation. How's that going? It's going. <laughs> <laughs> Things are happening it's, it's, eventually. It's at a pace. <laughs> Heard. That's why we have goals. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. I feel like hearing you say Kaizen gave me uh, gave me PTSD. Why? We, because we did, uh, when I was working in corporate, like in the corporate environment, we had um, 
agile systems or whatever mm-hmm. and they used kaizen they're like all right mm-hmm. this could be great we're gonna do kaizen <laughs> and then they basically corporatized it and turned it in like what you just said yeah. made it like way more exciting <gasps> but you. when they're talking about well probably because we're talking about our own lives mm-hmm. but they're talking about doing spreadsheets mm-hmm. they're like yeah so we're gonna do kaizen and it's gonna be faster and we'll get it done it's gonna be great and it's from japan and i'm like what, <laughs> what does japan. any of that mean you just you explain that in literally like two three sentences which is perfect but, um that's yeah. super interesting i used to work in a super corporate environment i was in management consulting for like five years yeah um so and who are um, you with uh delight um accenture okay we're rivals yeah <laughs> it was you know it was stressful it, it was, was stressful. a nightmare yeah um but i've always really been into like self-improvement and like for the sake of like just enjoying myself more yeah. so i have never heard of anyone using kaizen in a corporate context i guess i'm really lucky that sounds like it sucked <laughs> yeah, they steal all that stuff like all the time like they'll be like they'll it'll be something like fun that we all like like if uh, i don't know like the same hey guys have you heard of ice cream it's an acronym <laughs> yeah. for yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah no that's like they do that they ruin everything so. <laughs> i remember when they ruined um uh, like something like being intentional, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, come to work. Be intentional. Intend Make to be your to do list at yeah. eight a.m. Yeah. when the meetings at nine. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you gotta stay a little later. You know, eight, nine, ten. That's what it takes. Your family will be fine. Yeah. Your what? two-year-old can watch the baby. <laughs> you don't need more money. Like, what do you need money? What are you spending money on? Don't worry about that. Just be loyal to us. Trauma. Uh, yeah. I uh, see so you get what I'm talking about. Yeah. My job is pretty chill. Is the army like but that? I still don't want to go. I love that. Very much so. And they come up with little weird acronyms for everything. Yeah, they it's, do. It's not so much about production based or, or like what you guys do, but it's more so like um, getting stuff done and being creative about it and making this making this sound like something totally different. And it's not that it's not that deep and it's just annoying. Working is tiring in different yeah, ways. In different ways. That was like when they started calling Atkins Paleo. I mean Paleo. They call started calling Atkins Paleo. I mean they're not too, exactly the same, but they're very close. They're like close enough that I'm like, come on, man. Like <laughs> you just don't want me to eat bread. Just tell me not to eat bread. I, I did have that thought. Diets. Speaking of goals. Speaking of 2021 goals. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to diet, but I feel like that's the most important thing. To mm. losing weight. No. Well, okay. <laughs> I bought a clean eating cookbook and I'm like, I'm gonna try to cook my way out of this. But the idea of dieting, I'm just like, it never it's never sustainable. You mm. know, I heard um the healthiest um the best weight for you is the weight you are when you're living the healthiest life you actually enjoy. Mm. And that is what I'm striving for. Mm. Like if I gotta have ten extra pounds because I like mac and cheese, which okay, I'm extremely tall, so maybe ten is like not that many pounds the point is if i gotta have a muffin top because i like mac and cheese i'm not giving up cheese like <laughs> take me as i am mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, long you're happy thank you so much mm. i am <laughs> um so i guess we'll move on to uh to the next topic i called it flute out uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. so um have any of y'all been traveling during covid or have you gone anywhere and like where did y'all go and how was it and what was the experience i have not traveled for pleasure i think since the pandemic started not by plane which is sad i've taken a couple (laughs) business trips and it was very claustrophobic in that Mm. little tube Mm. that little airborne tube so i don't know how about (laughs) y'all i did so 
Yeah, I'm about to I feel like I'm about to be like. So I went to this yeah, place. Yeah, no, I did. I went, place, to, place. I went to California. Club, another club. Another club. I went to I went to California, Michigan, Indiana, South Carolina, Texas, oh, wow. Maine, California again. That's a good domestic travel list. Yeah, though. yeah, and I went from so I was like I was extremely depressed early, like in. Uh, so I went through a pretty bad breakup in September 2020. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this is breaking news. I'll just tell y'all. So through the grapevine, I found out that she was vaccinated early because mm-hmm. she because of her job in D.C., which like it infuriated me because I'm like, oh, I got to sit in the house while you out like living your vaccinated life. So I got vaccinated. <laughs> I got vaccinated early, too, as a result. And so basically from March to April, like as I felt like less depressed and more like able to like be out in the world, I was like, yeah, nah, I got to go do stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like anytime I had an excuse like to see a friend go on a trip, find out other people were vaccinated, I went and saw them. So and I felt okay on the plane, like I never contracted COVID or anything like that. But after September, I had traveled so much that I like I was traveled out. Like I know a lot of people, and that's probably weird to say in the pandemic. But mm-hmm. the first time I went on a trip, it's like, oh, it's amazing, we're out of the house. I'm mm-hmm. not in Nova no more. I'm not in a uh, the DMV no more but um, after a while I just was like I kind of want to be home now and mm, it yeah. kind of just changed after a while so. yeah that happened to me too I, I just I went on trips basically throughout the fall like September October yeah. um, wait August September October and then after that I was like I gotta stay home I really just gotta stay home I just want to mm-hmm. be home and also it just yeah. gets stressful like you thinking about like why are you standing so close to me and then why are you like yes. it's, just, it's, it's stressful too much in oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah so I went to actually now that I think about it I went to a lot of places this year also but I didn't go anywhere like early in the pandemic I didn't start going anywhere until June and I think every month since June I went on a trip besides July where'd you go nice um I went to visit friends mostly just people I knew um went to Pennsylvania to visit my friends Sydney and Greg which I think you mm-hmm. met yeah I said yeah um, and then I went to visit Chris in, in August in Nashville, which was really fun. We had a good time. Um, and then I went on a bachelorette trip to Destin, Florida. If you've never heard of it, Yikes. it's like on the you went to Florida. Yeah, but we were we were in a resort, so we were kind of like secluded. <laughs> we were secluded. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was a really chill like bachelorette trip. Um, we didn't get too crazy, but every Uber driver is like. You know, we don't have to wear masks. It's like, right. oh, you tell this to everybody. But yeah, then I went to Houston. So yeah, I did go to both the hot zones. Yo, <laughs> she was out here. I do miss the beach, though. Yeah. I want to go I on vacation heat. so bad. You know, I did go to South Carolina on vacation. Oh. I went to like a little cottage like by myself like yeah. I'm the only one there and just went to the beach Cute. every day so that was nice and all the ba- all the balls bars were breezeways mm. so we were, mm. it was basically like being outside the mm-hmm. entire time That's very nice. which I would say you can vacation you just gotta like you gotta like do some research ahead yeah yeah and if you, you can know. get past the plane portion then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the thing I can get past the plane portion yo I yeah. literally fly once a month for work like oh, yeah, I just yeah. it's just I'm not, I've, I've been in a, a state of transition yeah <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity to vacation has not yet presented itself but now the options are are here. Thank okay. you so much. I'll just keep <laughs> suggesting things until one of them looks like an opportunity. Yes. <laughs> I went to Miami in June and 
then I went to Atlanta in October. So you went to the hot zone too. Well, yeah, that's when you said really it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she went to Destiny. Oh, right. That's different from Miami. Yeah. People don't even know where that is. <laughs> I really don't. It's like not far. Is it Tampa? Is it top? It's, it's the top. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, West though. It's like. It's in, it's in so, the handle. So it's, it's in the, the handle. Yeah, it's in the handle. It's, handle. Handle. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. nice there though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. We were I've like, in, we places. were in one room That's most like of the time. Thirty minutes. We did go out to like, right? we went to restaurants. We went out to the beach. Like, we not everybody made it to the beach because mm. it was like a weekend. It wasn't like a you know like week long whole oh, like okay. let's go. Yeah. We had like three days and like one person arrived on Saturday and left on Sunday. So it was like one of those like you know, let's just squeeze this in. No, that's cool. Um. And also be safe doing it. Glad y'all made it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was fun. How was Miami? This is my first time going. It was lit. Nice. Yeah. I've, I've never been. I always want to go. Yeah. yeah. Miami. Well, you have not been? No. Okay. See, I'm that's a podcast. First time to Miami. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I, don't, I didn't want to go to Miami. Have you been? You need to bring yeah. a couple of bands. Oh. It really? was too fun. For what? What did you do? To have a good time. To like oh, you, go into you mean bank of money. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Why did oh, I think so? If case? you're I was like, what <laughs> <have> outfits? Yeah. <laughs> like every day's a fashion show. It's not a game, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's no. like that. Wait, what, what did you do? It's like, but it's hot there. Like, 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 what did I do? Yeah, like give me and I I mean you don't have to like spill all your beans, but like what did, like is there because I want to know so I when put it like this one with the mm-hmm. Vegas with my boys yep. they went and they wanted to go to strip clubs bars pool parties all which was more expensive mm-hmm. but I'm like when I go to Miami I'm probably going to eat and go to the beach just eating is expensive in Miami really if you're going to eat on the strip it's going to yeah. be expensive I did like vacation things I went parasailing I went oh, jet nice. skiing um, oh, nice. I went to a range a shooting range nice but the shooting range is very touristy it's the prices are hiked up to the sky on yeah, purpose yeah um but yeah, it, just normal things, activities like eating is very expensive. Like one plate is fifty dollars. Well, might... But they'll usually give you a shot with the but plate. Yeah. Like, that's just like all my Miami. It's little not shot of Jim Beam. It actually is not even Jim Beam. It is probably watered down rail whiskey. Like <laughs> brunch is expensive, so yeah. stuff like that. This is the brunch capital. I don't, I don't eat brunches in, in other places. Yeah, like the brunch. You they come don't to do DC brunch for like brunch. they do it in DC. Yeah. No, they're very like lucky hard. to be from here. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do brunch big in New York as well. I was going to oh. say, they copied us though. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen yeah. some videos from Atlanta that say that yeah. they are doing brunch bigger, but also it's it's going wrong. It started here, okay? It's going yeah. wrong. I feel like ours is, ours is the perfect mix. Yeah. 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 Like Atlanta. I'm like, there are still rules in our brunch. Oh, you're talking about was that twerk brunch where the dude came out brunch. there and yelled at him and stopped And then the I've seen people break in car windows after brunch oh, in Atlanta. That's okay. a bit much. Yeah, they be turning up a little, you know. Well, look, you know, we're all here for a good time. What did the person in the car do? The <laughs> <laughs> way you started that sentence, I thought it was going in a different direction. Sarah, for a good time? <laughs> I'm just asking, what did they do? Yeah. Yeah, don't act up at brunch. I think maybe that's the lesson we should learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well taken. Is there anywhere y'all want to travel now? Bora Bora. A beach. Oh, yeah, I need a beach, actually. Yeah. I just want to be on a beach drunk for days. Like, do not bother me. <laughs> I'm trying to put a tent over me. Go to South Carolina. There's a place called, in Charleston, there's a place called Folly Beach. I love beach. Charleston. It's underdeveloped. Have you been to Folly Beach? Folly I have beach. heard of it. Yeah, it's underdeveloped because mm-hmm. the, the residents there decided to keep all major developers out. 
So mm-hmm. only only Airbnbs are there, and there's one eight story hotel. That's it. Ooh. Everything else is like it's like chill. Like there's places to eat on. That the, sounds like, very lit. Step. Yeah, I go I'm every down. year. I'm going twice mm-hmm. next year. Cool. It's no, great. I actually dated someone who who was from South Carolina and went to the College of Charleston. Yeah. So we we spent a lot of time in Charleston. I love it there. It's so cute. I yeah. love did Charleston, not make yeah. it to Folly until Beach, they called you the end, and that was our one regret. <laughs> yeah. No. No. We just kept, you know. All that to ourselves and our hearts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> but anyway, we did not make it to the beach. Now I will try again. <laughs> yeah, no, you should go. Like I, I specifically stay at the same spot in, in Folly Beach because I could walk everywhere from there. You can get a bike or whatever. So it's like, yeah. Very and right I encourage everybody to do a be- beach trip alone. Yeah, I want to like, go by yourself. You'll meet people there, mm-hmm. especially in beach towns. Everybody wants to talk to you. <laughs> you didn't go to uh, Paris by yourself this year. Was that this year? No, was that, that was 2018. France? When did you go yeah. to Paris? Okay. I went to Paris in 2018. January, yeah. Oh, I thought that was um, this year. Why no, that, so that was like, that was ages ago. That was the trip that taught me I can do anything. Were we I went alone. Okay, <laughs> no, so I didn't know you We yet. were not because yeah. I went to Paris by myself like two years before mm-hmm. that. That was like wow. the first time I've That's ever dope. taken an international trip and also the first trip I've taken alone. Was it and anything like Emily in Paris? I haven't seen that yet. Okay, have you? Um, you're not missing much. <laughs> but I'm never watching that show now. <laughs> Everybody was really nice over there, honestly. I think it was because I was American, so they were just like, speak to me in English so I can learn more. You know? Oh, that's yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paris is beautiful. But, yeah. I've never been. I don't know if I'm that. Uh, I recommend it alone. Ding, ding, ding. Really? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I feel like it'd be a different experience. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. In some ways, you know, I I think I did a lot of sliding by on cuteness when I was in Paris mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I don't think you that's know, gonna work for me. With folks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It might be different. Well, Ron, you know. Well, see, my friend Nicole, my friend Get Nick your killed, cuteness up. You see, nah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works like that. <laughs> my friend Nick would buy herself too. She's like, oh, it's great. I do very well in Paris. I'm I like, do very well. Good for her. I, I love it. I don't it. think I'm going to have that experience. Wow. Like, what wow. are you doing here? They get out of here. <laughs> Not even using a French accent. Just say, get out. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also definitely recommend solo trips. I need to take one soon, but I don't know where to go. I want to go on like a month long thing, like sort of like you're talking about, but I don't feel right like paying my mortgage and then also being somewhere else paying for that. I love solo too. traveling, and you can do it economically. Like you, I mean, within like you know economically quote yeah. unquote, like you still gotta have a, a decent amount of money. But mm-hmm. there's ways to save. Would you stay in hostels? Are you guys cool with that? I've yeah. stayed in hostels yeah. before. I don't know about like now times, but mm-hmm. probably you know. COVID, yeah. yeah. I usually, honestly, I like, and it obviously depends on where you're going. Um, I've never done a hostel, but I went to Japan in 2019 and just got a very cheap Airbnb like off the beaten path. Yeah. I'm very down. Like when I travel, I like to learn the language, and so. I mean not like fluently, but like mm-hmm. I'll be out here with my phrases. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll take public transit. They're like, why is she stuff. cursing at us? <laughs> <laughs> She keeps saying konnichiwa. I don't understand why. No, I had a whole conversation with some very kind old ladies in Kyoto. Okay. I was very lost. Um, but, you know, so, like, that, again, within reason, and it still costs money, but, like, if you're willing to, like, do that extra legwork, mm-hmm. um, you can you can find a deal um, yeah. if you don't need to stay, like, downtown on the strip or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
think I, I thought it, I said that last year when we were talking reckless. You guys remember like December, January when we were like, oh, the vaccine we coming, things here. about to change. Right. Matter of yeah, fact, let we, me were Zoom call. Mm-hmm. we were on a Zoom call in which uh, a mutual friend of ours said, she was like, yeah, when this is over, I was like, is this over? She goes, well, <laughs> when I get the vaccine, it's pretty much over, right? And I'm like, is it over though? And that turned out to be not the case. Mm-mm, but I'm saying all. like back then we were talking reckless. Mm-hmm. I kept saying, all right. I work remotely now. I'm just going to go to Hawaii for a month and just mm. work from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I like thought through the logistics and I'm like, I want to do this, but who can afford it? Well, see, the thing is I can't do it unless it's a work trip. So I have to make it, I'd have to make a podcast while I'm out there mm. in order for it to, to like write the trip off. Cause otherwise it's like, I'm going to spend, like you said, I'm going to spend rent right. and this doing yeah. all this needs to right. make money or do something. I don't mm-hmm. know. And also Hawaii is like, I mean, depending on your line of work, like, they're on a different time zone. Like I can't. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to Hawaii to be on Zoom at 3 a.m. You know. Yeah. Right. I didn't even think about that. That's, Literally, yeah. I think it's like an eight-hour difference or something. Yeah. If anything, I want to be ahead. I don't want to be behind. Mm-hmm. Okay. I always want to be ahead of I the love, East Coast. <laughs> I love traveling to like the West Coast because I feel like I'm gaining time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going backwards. Well, see, when I go to West Coast, I try to keep East Coast time too, so that makes it. I'm tired all the time. Oh, I'm like yikes. up at six a. I'm up at like six a.m. on the West Coast, being like, "Yeah, that's right. I'm productive. Yeah, yeah I'm productive." Get, get like, every inch of that. By day. the time yeah. the day starts on the West Coast, Come I'm like, worms. "I can't do this no more. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, please kill me." <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, the next topic is lock it back down. <laughs> um, so just. Mm. Thoughts about like the spread of Omicron and also the possibility of a second lockdown. I feel like they're never gonna lock it down. I don't again. think so. Not like they the government the is time. like good luck. I y'all. wish they would. I yeah. wish they would. Though. They, I wish they would. I would use the time right it's this nice time. To dream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take a second lockdown. I think we might get like something that looks like a lockdown but won't be. Cause y'all remember March, April? It was weird. Like I March, April, May. Do that again? No, not like that. Yeah. It won't. Like we were sitting around in May and stuff, being like, "Well, maybe in August." And, <laughs> and it wasn't until like stuff like people started eating at restaurants, like with their mm-hmm. masks on and like separating at two tables and all that stuff. I don't think it's ever gonna be like that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it should. What was that movie with uh, Will Smith and the dog? I am Legend. I am Legend. It was giving I am Legend very, like very everywhere. Much. Very, very much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like now that they've given us the vaccine and masks, they're like, mm, they'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. They can survive. They don't need another lockdown. It I've, just sucks here. Like, the government is is just, like, learn to live with the virus, which, which basically means, like, well, guess we'll see who dies. Like, yeah. Like, they're not doing anything about it. It's a complete and total policy failure. Yeah. And then if you talk to the wrong people, too. Like, there's this one girl who made this comment. She was like, I don't get it. The flu kills how many people a year? Girl, I'm like, huh? why does that keep being y'all's argument that, like, people are dying from other mm-hmm. stuff? Like, <laughs> people are dying from other stuff, yeah. so we should continue to let that happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the flu is endemic now. Like, we mm-hmm. want this to become endemic. We don't need it to be what it is now. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's outrageous. I would take another lockdown, though. Like, I, I'm sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, I wish we could do this for real, like, Every year for like thirty days, mm-hmm. just like this, is just how yeah, we live. yeah. Everybody my very like, introverted self yeah. would enjoy that. Yeah, a little reset. Mm-hmm. My extroverted self would love to be forced to do that because I'm not doing that on my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to like force yourself to do it. Right. I mean, is any of us doing it on our own? Like that's the reason why we were all like in our house, mm-hmm. right? Because we were all forced to, yeah. sort of. But I don't know. I really did not have too many troubles. Like I like to be inside. I, I enjoy silence. I was like, yes, finally, no pressure to make plans. <laughs> That was nice. I like sometimes when I hear people say stuff like that, 
I've always been an, an extrovert, but I, when I hear that, I'm like, I love when plans are canceled. I like, that. I love when I'm, like, on the couch and I get the text, like, not tonight. And I'm like, ha-ha! Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's, like, one of the best feelings ever. Mm-hmm. Imagine so, just not making any. Yeah, that's how, that's how it was in lockdown. <laughs> I'm like, like, everyone's like, well, I know you can't hang out. I'm like, I can't. Want to do a Zoom? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite. I love plans. I'm like, really? when people cancel plans, I'm like, no, we made we made an agreement. Why would you even promise me something? Like, why would you even, like... I don't know if I could handle another lockdown. Like, <laughs> at this point. Like, even though life is, like, it's not... It's, quote-unquote, back to normal, but it's not, right? Like, and mm-hmm. the stress of COVID still hangs over, like, every social interaction. Correct. Yo, um, have you... Sorry to interrupt. No. Um, but have you ever been watching TV, and then you're just like, they're not even wearing masks? Yes. And you're like, whoa! Yes! <laughs> yes. I'm like, for shame. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, they all kiss? got it. <laughs> in this, in this you know, point, I don't know. Somebody retweeted a tweet from Kamala Harris today that was saying that we should have $2,000 monthly payments until the pandemic ends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just annoying to like <laughs> see what people say loans? right but it wasn't <laughs> like she didn't she send it today that? she said it when she was still like whatever she was a senator was oh, really? it was last year it was like made like last year maybe like march or something you know i stopped banging with her after she said don't come after she said that i was like i can't mess with her no don't more come. What do you mean? she said it to she was there, there was an immigration speech or something and she was like she goes, um, hey, so I'm saying to all of y'all that were thinking about taking asylum in the United States, don't come. Do y'all don't remember this? No. I didn't it's hear all, about I, this. It's all I think about when I see her now. She did it like eight months ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I was like. Yeah, I, no, I, they've, I, they've been keeping this presidency quiet. Yeah. You know what? I'm about to say, I'm make sure I send that clip out when, when like, she, time for her to run. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, man, I feel like I have the same problem with her that I have with Biden, which is that uh, somebody posted a meme where it said, uh. They said, hey, we should raise the wage. Here's a bill to raise the wage. And the Republicans, it says mm-hmm. no. And the, the Democrats, <laughs> it says no. Uh, uh, but in parentheses, he slash him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which I'm like, oh, that's so, that's so <laughs> Did you say that they retweeted that from something she said last year? So yeah. they had to go down her timeline and look yeah. I mean, they probably saved the tweet or whatever. Oh, okay. I mean, think yeah. about yeah. people. The promises there have been from all in presidential mm-hmm. campaigns. Yeah, Joe Biden was sure. like, we canceling student loans, y'all. Nah, <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> And then they just put, they're like, you know what? We'll delay it some more. I'm like, you've delayed it for how long now? Mm-hmm. Like, you could cancel half of these by now. Right. What are we you talking about? Don't need I mean, it's hard not to think it's intentional at this point. Like, the Build Back Better bill and, like, yeah. Joe Manchin. Have you heard of this, like, rotating villain thing? I think I saw this in the tweet. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> now we're just talking about Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not even trying to bring Twitter, it back though. to Twitter, yeah, but, like, yeah, the two-party yeah, system Twitter. has failed us. Like, wait, how wait, say fin- the rotating villain thing again? Um, It's the idea that, like, when, like, Democrats could take the power mm-hmm. um, because they have, like, an idea. And a majority like they have enough people to win the vote like mm-hmm. they just pick a guy to be the villain to bomb it because mm. they don't want it to necessarily pass mm. which I mean at this point like how it's hard to believe that it's not intentional when they continue to mm-hmm. fail us and negotiate yeah. and negotiate and negotiate until there's nothing left of the original proposal and they're like well we did give y'all $2 off milk for the next yeah. two years but we're gonna want it back in taxes <laughs> the only so, thing left of the original proposal is the name yeah <laughs> the the mother's cares the giving to back to mother's act it doesn't give anything back to mothers though <laughs> upsetting That's right. mm-hmm. who y'all voting for in the midterms though oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm so exhausted oh, <laughs> i hate politics probably now more than ever like it yeah. i mean it was bad when trump was here 
But it just, all it did was expose, like, I think what he did, if anything that's good that people need to remember, is that he really did expose, not expose, highlight mm-hmm. how the, how broken the system is mm-hmm. because he was able to exploit it time and time again. He broke precedence. Like, the thing about pardoning people, when he was like, everyone's like, well, you wait till the end of the term, pardon, because you don't want to piss nobody off. Mm-hmm. He pardoned people from day one of his president, well, mm-hmm. from the beginning of his presidency to the end, because mm-hmm. he was like, it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah. Like, I can pardon whatever. What are you guys going to do? There's nothing you can do to me. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it makes me want to go back and be like, it really is broken. It's really completely corrupt. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, and he just, all he did was highlight what already existed. Yeah, that's not wrong. So now, like, Manchin is the president. And I remember when they asked Kamala that the other day, they said, Kamala, is Joe Manchin effectively the president? And he was, she was like, come on. Don't ask me that. Like, come mm-hmm. on. That's a crazy question. I'm like, but it's true. Mm-hmm. He is, right? <laughs> and then do y'all remember that one bill? It was like right at the beginning of the presidency where it was like all they needed were like, it was like the Democrats only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Democrats themselves could have passed it. Is yeah. that the same? Yeah. Are we talking about the same exact thing? No, we're not talking was about the same Was it Joe Manchin or like, okay. But it was just like really strange. You're like, okay, so like if all of y'all we're for it and how did we end up here exactly yeah y'all can't okay. commit to raising the minimum wage over like 10 years it's six seven dollars will buy you anything you can buy a sandwich for $7. is it still seven i yes. thought it was in dc is it is it 15 i think dc is 15 okay. but the federal minimum wage is 725 wow tell me what that's how much it was you. Oh, sorry <laughs> that's how much it was back in 2008 when i started like, yeah, like, yeah. i'm pretty sure someone like you started at like 12 13 now I think it, uh, no, I think here, they just went up to fifteen. Pro- too. Around here, is that national? Well, I think I'm now Starbucks like center living area. Yeah. Yeah. Too, but yeah, it sucks here, That's man. It really average. sucks here. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, vote, protest. Might be time to burn some stuff down. It's definitely it's time, time to like. Why aren't we protesting? January six? Like, oh, maybe those guys had the right idea. Just kidding. I'm oh. kidding. That is a joke. I'm joking. My name is Chris. And I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening, guys. Uh, no, but I'm like, the, like the people again. You look how broken the system is, and you realize, wait, we could have done that this whole time. We could have just stormed the Capitol. Nobody told us we could have just stormed the Capitol. Well, they would have shot us down. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent. One hundred They would have figured out how to work those guns if we had stormed the Capitol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thinking about it, just some of us should have mixed in with <laughs> them. Go on. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay <laughs> but once you get inside i don't know how that's gonna you know no. like, like if they're grabbing one person they're grabbing you they're grabbing me mm, yeah you know I mean? <laughs> like not you like, that's true whatever you think see that picture of eugene goodman like backing up with all those person white of folks the year. yeah yeah him, like him person backing up year. like oh, he, no. he's the only black person in there right that was not a joke no it was a joke elon musk they gave it to elon musk yeah uh it should have been eugene goodman He's my person of the year. Wait, I'm obviously. really confused. <laughs> Wait, they gave Elon Musk the person of the year. I think Elon Musk is like BFS with the guy who owns the Time Media Corporation. <laughs> Did they give Trump person of the year recently too? Probably. Someone Google it. I feel like they should have. Uh, if Goodman would have led them left instead of right, then I would have definitely given him person of the year because I probably wouldn't have been all the way to affect see. change in Congress. <laughs> I'm rubbing my temples. <laughs> <laughs> You know, did you hear the story about how Elon Musk had an assistant? Um, I think that, like, worked for him for, like, 10 years, and she asked for a raise, and he, he said, like, prove prove it to me, like, prove why you deserve it, and then he fired her, like, because he couldn't, like, find her essential or something. Like, she went, she didn't work for 24 hours, and he was like, I didn't need you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Heartless. Did you see that he, Are uh, you true? I, I he called, um, 
he called Senator uh, Warren. He called her a Karen because she was like, hey, billionaires are paying taxes. And he's like, whatever, Senator Karen. It's not relatable, Elon. No. And everyone was like, that's not what <laughs> a Karen know. is, you idiot. It's like, not. You have so many billions of dollars. Yeah. Give them to me. And then he was, he was like, y'all pay $15 billion in taxes. I was like, bro, you're worth $343 billion. Right. That's like, that's not even like 10%. Yeah, yeah I'm even. like, 15? Like, you good. Right. I'd pay $15 billion if I was worth three. I'm like, I'll pay three. I'll pay four. Uh, can I switch? But no, Donald Trump was a person of the year in 2016. Yeah, because Ka- Kamala and Joe Biden was person of the year. In oh, they just do it for every president. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, uh, if there was another lockdown, um, we'd be watching a lot of things. So, the next question is just about what we've been watching recently. Any good, like, pandemic TV? Um, You know, I feel like as we're entering round two, year three, um, variant two, year three, uh, (laughs) I am, like, reaching the end of the streaming services and I'm going back to like my old favorites mm. like I'm a Parks and Rec 30 Rock community mm, type community. of gal I'm on yeah. your wave yeah mm-hmm. yeah. I've, I've recently been watching or maybe like a couple months ago I was watching 30 Rock and Community yes. Community mm. hits those first three seasons specifically but the specifically rest of it, it hits. five seasons in a movie yeah. or is it six seasons six seasons in a movie the I didn't cake. know they had a movie no uh, they didn't it was a uh, it was something Abed used to say oh uh, they, they canceled okay. it early and they the fans started like a, a a hashtag like six seasons in a movie like bring it back but mm. and now we're <laughs> that was a good show though it was a good show yeah. yeah I I think it's I'm starting to feel like it's time to rewatch The Office and I never got Peacock when they moved to mm. Uh, from NBC to Peacock. I mean, from Netflix to Peacock. So I'm probably going to get Peacock in the new year. It's um, crazy that their plan actually is working. I mean, I needed the, like, <laughs> the office was, plan. Yeah. I mean, I haven't I've watched the office, the office in like, like that. I, I, but my thing is if they move Parks and Rec to Peacock, which they probably will, Damn. Uh, then you're going to go for Parks and Rec. Exactly. You'll go for a while. You'll mm-hmm. be like a year. Be like, I don't need to watch Parks and Rec. I just watched it. Whatever. Then you'll need that fix. And right now, I'm like, I haven't seen Jim and Pam in, like, years. Wow. What are they doing? Are they going to get together? I don't know. What are they I got to watch it again to find out. We need to bring back, uh, we need to bring back screen recording. We need to bring back bootlegging. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, it's still around. You just got to look. You got to get that right torrent and all that. But what sucks is, like, okay, I was thinking about, like, if you could record on your TV. Mm-hmm. A show like you know, like Parks and Rec, but like, what would you put it on? Like, you can't just put it on a DVD anymore. Nobody well, why has a DVD you Why don't you just get a Fire Stick and jailbreak it? Yeah, what oh, are you doing here? Oh, oh yeah. Time. yeah, smarter than harder. It doesn't take that long to jailbreak a Fire Stick. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a very low energy person. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just handed you a jailbroken Fire Stick? Would that work? You know, so are we asking her to commit crimes? It, like... it felt like a very off brand, <laughs> right? <laughs> like Amazon has not updated its interface since like 2001, but yet. They're out here delivering the packages instantaneously. It's true. It's incredible. Like, before you can think about it, they've already li- delivered it to you. Right. right. <laughs> well, I'm out of I bought Penny's uh, cookbook uh, for Christmas, uh, day before Christmas, mm-hmm. and they delivered that night. That's yeah. so spooky. There's this joke like, about the delivery person. person. Yeah. I know he's going to ask to order this. The algorithm. There was this joke about um, somebody like putting something in their cart and there's like a delivery person like about to put it on their <laughs> They like take it out of their cart and they're like pulling it back. Like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> But yeah, so what have y'all been watching other than um, your old favorites? Any 
Did y'all watch Squid Games? Yes. No. I did. I did. I Is it Squid Games? Squid <laughs> I can't Game. remember. Okay. I can't remember anymore. Yo, if you like Squid Game, mm-hmm. you should watch Alice in Borderland, which is I've, I've preached that. I've People been preaching this sermon that. for a year because I, I saw Alice in Borderland early into the pandemic and then Squid Game came out. Everyone's like, oh my God, Squid Game. And I was like, this is good. But Alice in Borderland, I feel like, mm. hammers this point a little bit better, I think. Than Why is Squid okay. Game so good? Have you watched it? No. Okay, tell mm-hmm. me, tell me. It's, have you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, the reason why I liked it was, I like the whole idea of, like, exploiting dystopia. And there's, like, in this in this version of it, it's, it's you know, do you understand the premise? No. It's a bunch of people that are in debt. Mm-hmm. And because they're in debt... Uh, this shadowy organization collects all of these people and says, we know all the sum of your debts. If you guys win these childhood games that you used to play against each other, uh, then one of you one of you will win X amount of money, which is like millions of dollars, and you'll be able to pay off all your debt and you'll be fine. Okay. Uh, but the, the catch is every game, half the people are killed. So it's, and it's, it's in oh, Korean. Yeah. The whole thing is, yeah, the whole thing is in Korean. It's subtitled. There's just something about it that is just like, I mean, yeah, between mm-hmm. that and Parasite, which is another Korean film sub, uh, subtitles, okay. they just nail it when it comes like to the emotional depth that something as ridiculous of was whatever happened on the screen. In some cases, they're playing red light, green light, a childhood game. Like, it's just crazy. It just, it, it sucks mm-hmm. you in. You're just like, would I do? And then you start, the other thing we do is we say, well, what would I do if I were there? Right. Would I do this? Would I, would I participate in this game? Whatever. So I think that's what really drew people to it. And, mm-hmm. it, and it made a lot of sense about kind of the dystopia we're living in now that we kind of didn't expect to live in, but we live in it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's never been more palpable now. So watching something like Squid Game, which feels even way further away, but some in some ways closer at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. Have you seen Sorry to Bother You? No, I have not. By Bootsy Collins? Yeah, no. that's another one where it's like, there's dystopian things that are happening that feel far but because of where we are, feel a lot closer. Mm-hmm. So is that also a Korean <clears throat> film? No, oh, okay. uh, no, that one's by Bootsy Collins. It has a uh, Lakeith Stanfield in it. That's oh, okay. what's that was a yeah. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen that yet. <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh, okay. It was a good follow-up question. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're really good. Koreans are really good at uh, making psychological thrillers. As yeah, well. they are. Yeah. Have y'all Parasite. seen The Call? I just watched The Call. I did not see oh. that one. It's a Korean film. Oh lord. Spooky. It sounds spooky. It was spooky. I'm already yeah. scared. Who's making The Call? Um, so the premise is there is this woman coming home to her parents vacation home after a long time and she keeps getting a phone call from a woman who lives in the same house like 30 years in the past and spooky shenanigans ensue Mm. is it like jump scares or um, I'm not trying I to think be... it's more of a psychological thriller. Of course it is. Be scared. No. You know how like you no. like. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah, yeah. It is. That's, that's what they do. I kind of like scary movies, but I really after us, like, I'm taking my time with going. like you know putting myself into that you know like. So you're position. not gonna watch Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. What, is nope. what is new? That's a what is new? Jordan Peele has a new one. He has a new one. It's called yeah. Nope. I would like to yeah. not. Just finished it. Has, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it looks, there's no eye. trailer yet. There's just a poster. It looks great. I'm looking at like, no. the cast looks good. I'm like, I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm sorry because yeah. like us it. had me not looking in a mirror for days. <laughs> like I was like, because if that bitch like if she turns or something, I'm not. Uh. Uh-uh. Out I'm of out of, and then I gotta sell my house. Like, and then <laughs> now where am I? And 
Move to Maryland. Go over the border. No, I'm not going back there. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, yeah, I, I feel like living alone, watching scary stuff. See, I couldn't live in a three-floor house and watch scary movies because, like, I live in a one-bedroom, and that's fine because I can, like, walk from one room. I can see everything pretty mm-hmm. clearly from one side to the other, yeah. which actually would probably make for a very effective horror movie if, like, if you were standing on one side of the apartment mm-hmm. and you could see something on the other side, but every time you moved, it moved at the same time that you did. Oh, my God. So, there you that's go. That's scary. One bedroom brought to you by Jordan Peele. <laughs> <laughs> one bedroom. Yo, that's like the, the lockdown nightmare. Okay. Oh, my God. You know yeah. where to go. Um, all right, let's change the topic because I'm yeah, alone. I scared uh, myself. <laughs> yeah, me too, though. In a one bedroom. Yeah, why did I do that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Anytime I hear something, I'm just like, yep, that's definitely somebody in the basement. That's somebody in the basement. Come on, Chloe, let's go. <laughs> well, you have a dog now, so that's good. Fire drill. She's probably just scared. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do about it? Oh, no. my God. And then sometimes I'll be upstairs and she'll just start barking downstairs. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Do <laughs> you have like a Come stick on. or something? Yeah, no, no, I you don't. You have a bedroom stick? No, apparently. You a bedroom stick. Apparently, there's like there's like a thing. Yeah, or a knife. Yeah, yeah. Where you should just have a basic. <laughs> Crystal, when you said that, you're like, or a knife. A bedroom. Anything, not a stick. A I, bedroom I, stick. I have like three sticks Crystal's in my like, bedroom right now. Weapon. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking stick about? stick is not stopping anyone. You just met this guy. Don't talk to him. Get a knife. I'm your cousin. <laughs> Yeah, he comes over this weekend to teach you how to use a knife. Yo, my personal defense weapon is a machete. Think how terrifying someone. With you a, know, somebody brought you have a, a large gun and mm-hmm. someone's coming at you with a long knife. Mm, yeah, that you know what gets me about machetes is somebody when I I did criminal justice in uh, college and they taught you the difference between a laceration and a cut. Ah, and a cut okay. is like slicing through the skin, mm-hmm. but what oh. a machete does is a laceration, which is when you hit it so hard that your skin tears. And so when oh. I realized what that was, I was like, yo, machetes are terrifying. Yeah, Because they're basically hitting you with something force, your skin just tears apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did a cabin trip. They're their tools of the land <laughs> and also <laughs> of personal defense. Are Nigerians the one that, like, if Ebola. somebody does, like, yeah, well, this might have been Ghana. They said, uh, this dude once said, he goes, I don't understand why you guys have so many problems with pedophiles. He's like, back in, I think he wanted to say Ghana. He's like, back in Ghana, we had problems. You just take a tire, put it on the person, and light it on fire, and your problem is solved. And I was like, what the are you talking about? I don't know how to respond to that very deep That's crazy. That's very... I'm sorry, my bad. I'm just saying, like, like a um, big generalization for a whole continent. That's my bad. That was not my intention. (laughs) Just saying, I remember this dude said it. I was like, that's terrible. I have not heard of that, but that's very scary. Back to the the weapons and uh, machetes and everything. Somebody brought a machete on Camp Lit. Um, uh, well, I mean, like, because we're staying in the... So, Camp Lit is, like, my cabin Christmas party that I threw this year. Nice. And we had about nine people. Um, we went out. We played college games, flip cup, slap cup, beer pong, all the fun stuff. What's slap cup? Um, slap cup is when you put a whole bunch of t- balls. I mean, no. Cups in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. You have ping pong balls. And you're, like, bouncing one ball into a cup. Well, there are two people bouncing a ball into a cup. And they're chasing each other. And if you lap that person, then you get to slap their cup. And then um, they get a new, they like drink one of the cups from the middle. And then they start like trying to bounce it again before it laps them again. Okay. Yeah. It's really fun. It's really, really fun. Um, and we played that at 8 a.m. on drunk. Saturday. Wow. I woke everybody up with it's. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. You wish you were there. Um, I woke everybody, el- uh, everybody up with, uh, what is it? All I want for Christmas is mm-hmm. you. 
and we played slap cut the video. One thing Simone does is commit yeah. to a concept. It is. It I is. Love that it is. is. And does. It's <laughs> She's such a creative. I love that. How did you get it. an invite yeah. to Camp Lit? Did you just um, it just exclude everyone or man? Wow. <laughs> I was actually looking it's for people. I, mean, I didn't know who to invite because like I'm like everybody's like kind of scared to go places right now and like. I kind of wanted to keep it small for the first one because I'm like, I don't know like how the bigger it gets, the harder it is to plan. So I was thinking like 10 to 12 people. In the end, we ended up having like um, 11 and then it dropped down to 10, then nine. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, but if you're interested in the next one, I think I'm going to do it uh, this summer. Yeah. Sometime, okay. yeah. Maybe like June-ish. Um, but yeah, anyway, somebody brought up You can actually do it at a campsite if you do it. But then we got a camp. Not that far. No, 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 not like a glamp. I didn't mean like a. No, yeah, we like we rented a cabin. Yeah, yeah, no, we're doing we're doing cabin. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't mean tents. I don't, I don't want to actually do anything. <laughs> a place with a grill. But yeah, so somebody brought a machete, and then I was um, then it was the conversation came about of just like having a bat, and like like the two white men on the trip, they both just carry bats in their cars. Mm. I don't have one in my car. That's but. not a. I mean, like I, everybody loves having baseball bats, but after one or two whacks, what are you gonna do? It will break. No, it was a metal bat. It will bend. I feel like the uh, like if you think about the stereotype that comes along with every movie or like television show we've seen, where it's some broke jumps out of the car, and be like, "What you want to go?" It pulls a bat out of his car, and I'm like, "Did that stereotype start because all white men carry bats in their cars, or did?" That did those instances of it involve <laughs> oh. white people to start putting bats in the I was like, this is a very odd thing. And then the, another, you know, like the other white man was like, oh, yeah, no, bro. actually, I have a bro, bat. I have like, yeah. like, I'm like, wait a minute. So is this a thing? Is it like? Uh, it's funny. <laughs> no, these are depressing questions, yo. I have sticks. I have sticks in my room. I don't have knives. But now the bedroom stick. You might need to get a stick. <laughs> the yeah. bedroom yeah. stick. Three, not, three sticks. Well, let's listen. Room. Let's let's let Chris tell us what yeah. an appropriate defense mechanism is. Because I'm in the army. Yeah. Yeah. Like is a that Bowie a big knife. Generalization. Bowie uh, knife. Bowie knife. I live in the south now. Generally, mm-hmm. a lot of the people, military personnel, use guns. Yeah. So. Uh, the gun laws up here are very strict. Not in Virginia. Not in Virginia. I'm speaking of <laughs> oh. D.C. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm a Washingtonian. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's what everyone uses. Everyone has one in their house. So. Apparently in some southern states, you can really just walk in the store and buy one. In, in Tennessee, they have a, uh, you don't have to have any certification or anything to carry. It's just. You just have to have a license? Store and get mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. That, that easy? Or just carry it. It's just a concealed carry. But, a, like, obtaining the gun. Uh, you don't need a. You don't need a license. No. You just so walk in and say, Walmart. one, please. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Ooh, I they want just that, that one, that one. Sure. Uh, <laughs> like How do y'all feel about, like, guns? I hate I feel, guns. I feel differently about it. My feelings it. are mixed. Mine too. I did not like them prior to joining the military, but learning how to use one, I use an AR. Um, I'm, I think I'm more pro having a weapon, or having a gun now, because... I feel like I need one. Okay. In the South. Yeah. yeah. Do do you think that comes from is what makes you think you need one specifically? Because of the adversary. Um, people are carrying it carrying it. So I feel like I need to have something mm-hmm. if not to oppose the adversary, something more powerful or just as powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that's how I feel now, especially specifically as a black person. Because mm-hmm. I feel like everything that gun owners and guns rights advocates say 
about owning guns for themselves mm-hmm. actually apply to every marginalized community that exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, but they don't apply to the people who own the most guns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, what if the government turns on us? I was like, right. the government has turned on women, trans folks, people black of folks. Color. Like, yeah, everybody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just every, like, literally there's a bunch of us that's turned on 100%. So we should all have guns. Yeah. But for, unfortunately, the majority of us don't like guns because they're always weaponized yeah. against us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, nah, we need guns. They're yeah. scary. When I remember when I first went to a range and I was using a automatic rifle and I yeah. was there, seeing how that powerful kick. it was, mm-hmm. that kickback was like, yeah. whoa. I'm a city boy. I've used mm-hmm. no weapon before. So yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And you get more, I go more and more practice and. I become more used to it, more comfortable. I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. Mm. Yeah, so. yeah, I've only That's been to the gun range once. Yeah. I've never been. I would like to go because I feel like, you know, 2021, 20, all the years, they've been stockpiling. And oh, yeah. I don't know what my machete's going to do against And you don't know what they're planning for the reunion. Rifle. And you can yeah. call me a nerd, but uh, I always think about a, a, a zombie apocalypse <laughs> is possibly going to happen. Okay, which is why I feel like the machete is a good weapon because it does not require reloading and it's like silent. All of these zombie but movies are willing the zombie apocalypse to, to happen. Well. We are here, Chris. Yeah. We're making we're making eye contact, y'all. <laughs> you need that long range weapon to kill them I before would like they to get, learn get archery. Yeah. Oh, that'd be dope. Here's my thing though with zombie apocalypse. I've thought a lot about this. <laughs> like Let's huge discuss. nerd. Alright, so here's the thing. Uh-huh. I don't think it would last very long. And I think because of one part that movies and television and everybody does with zombie apocalypse is always like, okay, there's a virus, it takes over your brain and it reanimates your body and all you want to do is hunger. Mm-hmm. Okay, but nobody talks about the fact that the human body decomposes, right? Mm-hmm. And it decomposes pretty rapidly. Mm-hmm. So your muscles would break down, they wouldn't be able to run or chase you. They can't hear so because those auditory functions mm-hmm. all require like actual, they couldn't smell, any of those things wouldn't exist. Now, if have you read World War Z and the Zombie Survival Guide? I did. I read it both. It sounded like a guy who's read those books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if you waited long enough, like if you just stayed in your house, but this is how I know we would fail because if you just stayed in your house, we would neutralize the threat. But COVID has already proven that we won't do that. Mm. So if there is a zombie apocalypse, there's going to be a bunch of people that run out and probably try to start a coup. But I think if something like that is weaponized, I feel like they would figure out a way that you don't need those things to be sustainable. Yeah, but your bu- muscles would still Say break more. down. They'd have to find a way. If they don't oxygenate your mm. muscles, they're going to break down. So whatever you're talking about, mm-hmm. it would have to oxygenate your muscles. That's and what keep, I mean. Basically, it'd have to keep you alive. Correct. Okay. Okay, but the but virus could be when okay. You die, the, it starts to decompose. Yeah, like what? Was but the, the virus could be like yeah. a cancer. So then it just reproduces your cells really quickly. So it's like you're dying, but you're also like reproducing cells. So it's like you stay together. You know. Mm-hmm. That, that had to be a very sophisticated piece of like tech, though. Yes. And why would I'm you? I'm telling use you, it? I think something like that is possible. I just don't think they're that smart. Cause look how long it took them to. Like my thing is, if they we're have, thinking about it, I'm sure someone is. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> trying it right now. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. I, I feel like if you basement. think about the way. <laughs> but my thing is, they could barely get into space. They could barely get into space. Did they make it? They not very long. long. They, well, you talk okay, about let's human. talk about space. Are, are y'all yeah. into I'm, it? I'm huge into are, space. Do you think it's cool they went to space? I do think it's cool that they went to space. Have you I heard, heard the poem by Neil Scott Harris? <laughs> on the moon? Like yeah. the they just launched a new satellite. I forgot what the satellite is called. It was just launched the day after Christmas mm-hmm. um, to see uh, the first makings, uh, the first making of the of the uh, universe, the yeah. first planets that were the first stars, the first dust. Uh, they're building. They built a um, a satellite that's so powerful that it takes six months to fully deploy, um, meaning like everything that for it to transform and to fully extend uh, has like a hundred different deployable uh, uh, 
pieces. Man, I hope that job don't fall from wow. the sky. Um, so it, it also takes a couple of months for it to fully uh, cool off um, so it can properly work. Um, and it's going to be able to see so far that you can see. They use an example of seeing a bee move its wings uh, on the moon. Yeah, it was. It's amazing. Yeah, Beyond bees that, could survive on the moon. Oh, yeah, they, whatever they, dies. They, they use that as an example. If, <laughs> yeah, if yeah, it was yeah. such, yeah. But I'm I'm totally into space to answer your question. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, space is cool. Like, is there life out there? That's what they're trying to figure I out think, as well. Yeah. yeah, I just wish we could Let's sustain the life on. Do y'all okay? Do y'all think yeah. that the life out there is more intelligent <laughs> than the life here? Like, I, I don't think. I don't think the life here is very intelligent. I don't think. I mean, that's not fair at all. No, you're right. I I don't think comparing it is the answer because I feel mm-hmm. like if anybody actually gets interstellar stellar okay. travel down, I'm ordering Uber Eats and they for me now. Yeah. Okay, girl. Say, you, you I'm say? very hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Where are you getting it from? Where are you getting it from? Chico, you want some? What's uh, that's why I said it out loud. Okay, yes. Yeah, you, you want, want the confit rice? It is this amazing Asian Chinese diaspora. place. I love Chinese. It food. is like gourmet Chinese food. Mm, it is expensive. Don't get me wrong. It is expensive. Ooh, your phone committed yeah. suicide it's right expensive. now. Mm-hmm. It jumped out the case. Like <laughs> but this, it's this amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. What are you getting? Um, I'm gonna get the soy brisket. You want the duck rice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What are these double fried chicken wings? Are they any good? I haven't tried them yet. Oh, of course yeah. it's going to be good. They're Korean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Koreans and chicken, they yeah. do amazing things. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what Oh, pot stickers? They know how to fry chicken so well because of the African-American soldiers that went over during the Korean War. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay, that feels better. I, I didn't know that where too. that sentence was going again. I didn't know if it was going to be like, they had some slave trade I don't know about. They're like, you know how they know how to fry chicken, right? Well, <laughs> back in the day, Korea hey. dabbled in slavery. They really learned it from us. That's what the, that's what I read. I read that too. Yeah. Okay, if both of y'all read. I'll believe yeah. it then. <laughs> if one of y'all read, I'm like, okay, but like that still seems I a little. I read it while I was living in Korea, so. Okay. Yeah. Word, yeah. It still seems like you know, like black people the, came here, and now we know how to fry chicken. And pork and kimchi <laughs> pot stickers. Yeah. Uh, do you have a Venmo? I do. All right. Are y'all ready? Let's get it. Space. We're talking about the space. final frontier. I'm definitely gonna keep part of the ordering in. <laughs> I'll just fade it out. And then, yeah. She's so happy. Oh, okay. All right. Everybody. Are we? Do we remember what we we're talking? We space. were talking about space. I went to the um the NASA museum when I was in Houston. I just want to brag on that because <laughs> I was I learned things and yeah. you know feel a little bit smarter than y'all about this stuff. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I went to the museum once That's and now I'm an astronaut. Uh, you were saying um, something about, oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. So no, you're good. I was going to say anything. that he was, you guys were talking about, do you believe like, is there life outside of? Oh, I was, yeah. My question was, do you think that life, like there um other species that are, like extraterrestrial species are more advanced than us? Mm-hmm. If there is any, I do believe there, they will like, be more advanced to us. Like literally, like is this a game show? I just think it's obviously just really, 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 really far. I just don't see it not being another uh, an anomaly of people like like this happening somewhere else. Like we couldn't be the only place where this happened. Yeah. I just think that mm-hmm. when it, if it was a bang, if it was an explosion, there were other particles similar to the ones that we you know that started here 
somewhere else. It just can't be just this. I feel that. I feel, because uh, in in science there are there are uh, repeating factors. There, there are things that repeat itself. There are things don't just always happen once. So I just think that it repeated somewhere else as well, in a different way. I think know? the probability is too small. Yeah. Or like the this the universe is too big. Yeah. For it mm-hmm. to not be other people yeah. or life forms out there. Mm-hmm. I I I feel like lately I've been more based on what you just said, mm-hmm. I've been more uh I subscribe more to the multiverse theory than I've been mm-hmm. I keep the, hearing that word more frequently. Yeah, <laughs> than I do That's to weird. the other universe other <laughs> life in the universe. Oh. Even though I do think there probably is life uh, mm-hmm. other life in the universe. But the multiverse theory <laughs> feels more comfortable. <laughs> What is that? Why are you saying Because <laughs> I thought about it. Like, what? I like the multiverse theory. I like the idea that there are, like, other me's that exist and we, like, are, you know... Is it because... We're well, splitting paths. Yeah. yeah. It's infinite. Like, there's a universe with you, there's a universe without you, and there's a universe that's based on every single decision you've ever made. Because if it's truly infinite, like, if anybody believes, like, whether you're a scientist or you're religious, the two things that fall in that are, like, Venn diagram is the one... Science believes that uh, that uh, that matter is infinite, and then uh, religious people believe that God is infinite. So I'm like, if both of those things are infinite, why wouldn't there be a multiverse? Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't that exist? Mm-hmm. Do you guys uh, ever really experience deja vu? Yes. yes. Isn't it the most eerie? Like, it's crazy. It's, so, uh, it's hard. My to theory, I feel like it's like. Uh, it's when the multiverses meet up is when you have deja vu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And each other. it's really scary if you don't have deja vu for a really long time because that means that's the only you left. Whoa, I hadn't thought about that. No, not necessarily because you said they meeting up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you diverge, it just means you're on the path by yourself. Correct. It doesn't mean there's nobody else there. Mm-hmm. It just means that they've all switched. But yeah. it doesn't mean that you won't intersect again. True. I guess I make the assumption about mm-hmm. the multiverse that... You um, are the main character. <laughs> Don't we all think we're the main character? Yes. Well, only because you have your consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I forget what I was just about to say, I'm but sorry. one thing that I do say all the time is like, mm-hmm. make sure that you're living in your own world. Like, as people, like, just make sure that you're like, the world that you're living in is one that you're creating. You're not just following everybody else's rules, but you're making rules for yourself, and like, you're making the world more like how you want it to be every day. I like mm-hmm. that. They got very philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. Would you guys ever visit the other universes? Uh, As a black person, y'all do go somewhere else. Ah. <laughs> well, no, because that means that there's universes that exist <laughs> where we are the ruler. Where d- there are different decisions <laughs> made. Yeah. Cool, I'm visiting yeah. them. That's yeah. for sure. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. There's probably a version <laughs> of Wakanda, not actual Wakanda, but there's a version of it where there's an African colonialism, mm-hmm. which would be. Nuts. Yes. What would that even look like? Like Wakanda. Yeah. You Black hope. supremacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't bring Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Crews is actually the leader. Do you think in those worlds, uh, some type of, like you guys are saying, supremacy and um, uh, some type of racial construct, or not racial, but like, Someone, some group of people are above and another group of people. Do you think that would exist in a yeah, absolutely a version? I think yeah. that like, it. well, it depends. I don't know. I I think that like people always find a way to separate themselves. Like, 
you know like how like white women have like the blonde and brunette thing it's like oh you're the brunette like you know like you're now the minority like how does that make sense you're all you know white women but then (laughs) as soon as there's something different about one person it's like you're the one who has the thing you know so i think that like people do just find a way to be like oh well we all kind of have this in common just i don't know why it has to be like that but i i maybe we're taught that yeah no i don't know i think if there's infinite universes again there's probably a universe in which the hierarchical structures are even worse Mm -hmm. and there's probably ones in which they're like all the way the other way yeah better Mm -hmm. stuff is super flat so i mean think about the the universe that's a there's probably a universe that's a matriarchy like i wonder what that's like you know what i mean yeah (laughs) a whole universe that's a matriarchy there Do you feel like y'all would prefer that? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it probably would. I feel like it would serve everyone better, right? I don't understand how women, like, when evolution, you know, besides the obvious scientific reasons, like, how did we not come out on top? If it was me leading, you know, the Neanderthal women, I'd be like, look, y'all, they have to perform an elaborate mating dance. It will require sacrifices, labor, you know, plumage, and that's how I would be running the world, but... The Neanderthal did not have humans, so here we are letting men do stuff. What's the one? Australopithecus. You might have to talk louder, someone. Okay. Oh yeah, you all back from the mic again. I'm chill. I'm vibing. <laughs> <laughs> I just ordered my food. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I think like in terms of people finding difference, like we are really just like, in essence, like we're just really high functioning animals, like. Animals are always, like, finding their tribes. Like, elephants have tribes, giraffes have tribes, Mm -hmm. lions have prides. Um, And, you know, people have been at war with each other for millennia. Like, whether it was different tribes or whoever lived on what side of the river, so on and so forth. Not to say that, like, that makes it okay for us to be finding reasons to divide each other, but rather you would hope, like, at this point, when we're so evolved as to understand we're all the same, like, we could be better than that. Like, let's not be animal about this. Y'all. Yeah, like, I think, <laughs> it, I think it is very simple. Like, but then you have people like, like Elon Musk who exists, who just have like all mm-hmm. of this wealth. And it's like, why? I don't understand why people who are very rich don't see like their richness as like, like just problematic. Problematic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something maybe a little bit stronger than problematic. Um, okay. But yeah, like just as problematic in general. Like if you know people are hungry and you know that you have way than way more food than you could eat, then like why, you know, or mo- more money than you could spend. I don't um, get it. I don't think, like my thing is like the Elon Muskies and the Jeff Bezos are a problem, but I feel like the bigger problem or the the reason why they continue to, to uh uh, the reason why they continue to succeed at what they do is because um, we're arguing with people who are probably more likely or closer, more in common with homeless, with being homeless than they are with being rich about whether or not we should be taxing billionaires. So we're arguing mm. with like our peers about like whether or not it's right that Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos have this much money and they're defending them. They're like, what? You're not like, what do you mean tax them? Like they, they worked hard to get there. And if I work hard, I'm like, no, you, the chances of you get, the chances of you winning the lottery are more likely than you becoming Jeff, Be- uh, Jeff Bezos. And I think they've also underfunded our education system to make critical thought and analysis like unpopular. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause if you sat down and really thought critically, like, man, it would be cool 
if we tax Jeff Bezos, that'd be billions of dollars. It feels like it makes perfect sense, and yet we're still having these arguments. Yeah. Like it, yeah. How far away is the food? It says preparing the order, but order arriving at 8.55. Hmm? Latest arrival, 9.20. Any minute now, Chloe the dog. Okay. <laughs> Chloe the dog. Chloe the dog. So to get back on, you know, we started <laughs> actually with Netflix and chill, and somehow we came to capitalism wow. again. We haven't talked about Netflix and chill. Yeah, we didn't talk about chilling. We did, we the did talk about Oh, that was oh, that was like my the category. My uh, oh, my okay, yeah. Okay. So I didn't say Segway. my title. Oh, Sorry, y'all. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, so Insecure just ended yesterday. I think two of us have actually watched the whole thing through. And the documentary. Oh, okay. I watched the documentary. Is Insecure the show that you told me about when with you Issa? No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, the one with that Lisa. is insecure. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that. Um, so how did y'all feel about the insecure finale? I really don't care about any spoilers. Like Chris, I'm not sure if you care or care. not. Nope. But what were y'all's thoughts, feelings, um, concerns as the season ended so or Ron series? And I will ended. each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I, and I'll interject. I really uh, liked it. I thought it was a really nice. You know, I thought I thought it was really perfect. Um, like the journey that she took us through on the final episode was really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I loved it from start to finish. I didn't think I was going to. <laughs> I was very satisfied, and I feel like somebody. I listened to an episode of Pop Culture Happy Hour, and they mentioned something in there, and they said, um, they said that they were more interested in the journey of Issa and Molly mm-hmm. than they were. And I realized I was very invested in Lawrence specifically, mm-hmm. and I really wanted I really wanted them together, and I think it happened last season when they had that episode where they spend the whole day together and all that mm-hmm. like I really was invested in them getting back together and I, I love that they did that but in the end they did make me so I was like oh, I, I guess I don't really care that much about her being with him as much as I like care about the relationship that she has with Molly like enduring beyond where they were there so I think oh. that that made it very satisfying if, if that that's the way it interesting yeah. so it's like the thing is like we're always focused on love and then it's not about love at all it's about friendship i think it's yeah. about both i think it is i think mm-hmm. yeah i think you're right like i think to say that i think we were it was like a red herring because we all like were arguing lawrence or nathan lawrence or nathan and none of us none of us occurred to us that like molly and, and Issa were in this huge fight they only just got back to being like mm-hmm. right uh-huh. in the beginning of the season and then they end and she's married to tori and she's having a happy greek mm-hmm. wedding and i mean greek honeymoon and she she's still connected to Issa, mm-hmm. which that felt that felt gratifying. Damn, I don't even know who Terry is. Torian. Who is Torian? Girl, what, what you haven't watched? You watching? Wait, Lil Rel? No. Well, you haven't watched? No, no, I haven't watched at all. I don't. Any mind. of Insecure? No, I've watched. I think I've watched up to the fourth season. Through or two? Through, baby. Oh my god! I be falling asleep. That's why I don't I stay up with you. I was talking about it. Yeah, I didn't realize. I yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I don't mind y'all talking mm, about yeah. it. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't think Simone would have too much to weigh in. Cause yeah. Because you know, yet. Um, That's why when you said, so what, it's a show about friendship? I was like, did you not watch? I thought, I well, thought the <laughs> it was really nice because it yeah. was like, it was always like, you're right, it was always Issa and Molly. Mm-hmm. And, and in a way, like, it was always Issa, Lawrence, and Molly. Yep. And again, like, the last episode was just so perfect because mm-hmm. when it ended, when, when things with her and Nathan ended, I was so in the binary of is it Lawrence or is it Nathan? Mm-hmm. And then when the episode like stretched it out into yes. this year's long journey, I was like, 
able to realize like, oh, Nathan was just another blip in Issa's life. Yes. The same way that, you know, the little girl that Lawrence cheated on Issa was with the same way that the woman he took out on his birthday when yep. Issa called was. Yeah. And they came back to each other and I thought that was really beautiful. Yeah. And I thought it was really yeah. progressive, I guess, for yeah. the, their family to be blended yeah. with, with Jaw the baby. Do you, do you, like, do you think, do you think that, mm-hmm. like, is that just a notion people kind of it's Brazil. Oh, yeah, okay. it does sound like a gate, but yeah. <laughs> where's your, where's she, your she makes a lot of noises. <laughs> Sorry, knife. Where's the stick? stick? Yeah. Um, but no, when when um vacuum. What was I saying? The blended family. Yeah, they're picking it up to order. No, I said when uh yeah, it was a blended family. No, do you guys think like we always root for will they won't they in television and in movies yeah. like we're always like yo they're gonna get together we want mm-hmm. them to end up back together jim and pam or uh ben and, and leslie or whoever you know what i mean we yeah always root for them to that's get back a couple together. yeah yeah but that that does that shit happen well in like life one movie i really like i think we just want it to happen and one of the movies that was a really good sort of romantic comedy was he's just not that into you really yeah have you ever seen that i no. watch it every time time again yeah um but at the end of it, like, there is a woman who just, like, ends up divorcing her husband, and mm. that's the end of her story. It's just, yeah. like, I'm divorced, I'm starting a new life in a new apartment, Yeah, and, like, was that, that was that was the toy. Okay. <laughs> um, that was, like, her happiness. So yeah. I liked how they, like, did the different stories ending in different ways. Like, some people ended up getting together after, you know, like, Molly, I mean, sorry, uh, Lawrence and Issa, like, finally just getting together. Like, yeah. yeah, you guys are happy, but, like, some people, like, you're just, it's you. Yeah. And that's, you know... That's what I enjoyed about that, but we do always have that sort of like rom com thing. I'm not not sure if we were like raised yeah. on it, you know, like with all those movies and. Well, it just makes me everything. wish. Are we like hoping for something that's probably never going to happen? I mean, like, do y'all want to get back with any of your exes? Like, do you think that you end up marrying any of them? I don't know. I think for movies and TV, like that binary or like you know, will they, won't they, is super attractive because like love is like a really important force in human life, right? Like that's a compelling story. But I think in real life, I found it more to be, like, everybody is, like, you know, not that people are disposable, but, like, everyone is, like, an important chapter and an important lesson, and Mm -hmm. some people are meant to stay, and some people are just here for however long they're here for. Um, And I think with the internet and social media and all of that, it makes it so much easier to become nostalgic for people who might have just, we might have in different times just kind of have accepted as a loss, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. or, like, as someone you won't again and that's the end of that i think that about facebook all the time where i said uh this is why class reunions to me are stupid because i'm like you can see everything that you need to see like you can see everything that you need to see uh like on facebook from a person but there are people that we were supposed to forget and we didn't because they're on facebook and you can just look them right back up Mm. or not even we're meant to forget just like our lives our paths wouldn't cross again yeah Mm -hmm. but they're meant to fade away if anything yeah like there's nothing wrong with that yeah and like with having this podcast i've definitely realized like how hard it is to keep up with a hundred people like you can't you know be best friends with everybody (laughs) especially if you don't (laughs) chloe wants to go outside outside? (laughs) i'm looking at it especially when you don't invite us to camp lit all right next time i'll just put it in the podcast email Who wants to come? It's in it's in June. <laughs> Pick your little cabin and you guys will be a team. They can pay deposits. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I definitely feel like it's just it's nice when you can just catch up with people and it's no like, oh, we just missed time. Like Ronald, like, you know, like we haven't seen each other in a year and some change and like 
it's still just like, you know, we're cool, everything, you know? So I just feel like we need to be more comfortable with like the absence and more appreciative of people being there and like in the times that they are. Yeah, I like that. So do you think if we kept more in contact, you would have invited me to Camp Lit or? Wow. Yeah, I would have known that you were looking to go somewhere. Like, text me every now and again. I might be having a party. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, like, probably not in the next couple of months, but, you know. So, have y'all identified your top eight for the next however long we about to be in lockdown? Wait, say that again? Like, top who eight you, what? You know, like, you know, like, who you're who you going to be hanging mm-hmm. out with? I don't know. I just feel like my circle always gets a little smaller when COVID stuff happens. My circle is small. Well, Mr. No Friends over here. Yeah. Friends. <laughs> Mr. Line segment. <laughs> <laughs> I hang around the same people. Yeah. What'd you say? I hang around the same people. Just, um, I mean, like, yeah. It's not big, so. My circle's getting you. smaller because all my friends, all my close friends are having kids now. And it's really hard to be a, a third wheel when a baby is already a third wheel. Oh. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like my one of my last close friends is having a, uh, well, two of my close friends, sets of close friends are having kids. And so it's like, who do you hang out? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It gets harder to hang out with people. Have kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's a life change. Chloe has thoughts on kids as well. <laughs> she you wants. Agree? She wants. Yeah, she probably wants me to have a baby. Something to play <laughs> with. Something to protect. You know. Yeah. <laughs> How dogs care for your baby. She wants one of her own. She can't have them anymore. Oh, she can't. Oh. Yeah. Um, when you um foster so dogs you or adopt them, you want to go outside? You do. She knows how to use it now. I'm telling y'all. Yeah. Let me see what I do. Actually, um, interestingly, uh, one of my topics was baby fever, um, and it's <laughs> the question is who caught it and who is immune. Um, <laughs> That's good. Uh-huh. I mean, they're very expensive. <laughs> they are. I want a baby. I want a baby so for a while. It's tough. Like I feel like they're not hard to make. I'm told. <laughs> it's just finding the person to make them with. That's the that's the issue, right? Do you want the baby or do you want the relationship? I don't want to do it alone. Okay. Yeah. None of you have kids already. Yeah. No. No. Do you okay. have kids? I do. I don't have any kids. I okay. would like some. But my question is, if you get to a certain age where you haven't had kids yet, and um, you have a person in your life that isn't your significant other, but you guys are cool, would you go half on the baby with them? That's an interesting idea. Because I, I would. feel like for a lot of us, you would. <coughs> I feel like for a lot of us, like, kids are just, oh, I'm so sorry. yeah. And would you do it the natural way, or would you not feel comfortable enough to do it the natural way, or would you just, like, um, get their sperm, or give them your sperm in your case? I think it depends. Yeah? Yeah. But go ahead. What were you going to say? What was your idea on that? Um, Just, like, I don't know. Like, I, I think I want a family at some point, but, okay. like, I feel like, I've been trying to reach stability financially for so long that I'm like, damn, I'm my eggs are I'm getting on. Like I gotta figure it out, yeah. and it's so hard to feel stable. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Like with the state of like our economy, and mm-hmm. like there's no paid parental leave, and my career, and all of that, and daycare costs as much as a mortgage. So <sighs> it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even. I don't think the question for me is like, do I want a family so much as like will yeah. I be able to have a family mm. yeah yeah I feel like I 
recently came to the conclusion that like I specifically want to have kids with someone who wants to who wants to have kids with me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and that for me that's like a non-negotiable now because I met people who want to have kids, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I'm just not interested in kids. I'm I'm more interested in like in parenting together and raising a family, mm-hmm. and I mean. And that's probably probably the most conservative thing about me is like I want to do this together like a team, yeah. Uh, and that's important to me. Yeah. And I'm not saying it doesn't exist outside of relationships, but I do think that there's a uh, like I do think there's an ease in the sense of it for for Ronald for me when I think about the person being like my life partner as well as my co-parent. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. What about you, Chris? I have the same sentiments as someone who wants to have a baby with me, have a child with me, want to raise a child with me. Um, I, I always think that I'm getting older. I'm getting older. I don't have a life or a, I don't have a, a, a what is it called? A, a time frame where like women do, like I need to have them clock. soon. A biological clock. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on when I need to have kids, like a woman does. But I always feel like I'm getting older, and like and it hasn't happened yet. I'm like, when am I? When is my opportunity going to happen? When am I gonna have a? When am I going to have these kids? But it'll happen when it happens. It just that's my philosophy on it. Huh? Someone, it's validating to hear someone else feels like that. Like, damn, when is it going to happen? Because it feels yeah. like it should. Like, there's a, a natural moment should approach, it should, right? Yeah, yeah. Where it feels right, and it's. <laughs> And then it gets scary when I think, I'm like, well, am I not going to have any? What am I, if I get old and I'm like, who's going to take care of me? You know, I'd be thinking about stuff like that. Those are real questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if, I feel like we're all similar in age. I wonder if that, like, uncertainty about it are has to do with. Are we all similar in age? I don't, I don't know. know. How old are, are you guys? I'm 30. I'm 30. Y'all are 30. I'm 27. Ron, you're. We're not similar in age. 30 I'm 37. Okay. Seven. No, Ron's a senior citizen. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about your eggs. I'm like, I'm 37. Like, if I was a woman, like, they're, like I'm two years past. Yeah, like, but that's a whole different conversation. Like... I do. I do. You're right. You're you right. Made me, but when you said that, I was like, damn, that, that's But I mean, true. the thing, like, you know, society starts telling women, like, oh, damn, you're 30. You no, I got you. Well yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Real good. Here's I your AARP card. I dated a woman who was 39, and she was, she wanted to have kids, but. And I remember I really, I really liked her. I felt like we were falling in love. And then it kind of like just unraveled very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was really focused on having kids. Mm-hmm. Like, as, I, she wanted to like, she was thinking about working with a donor and all yeah. that. Yeah. Because think, of her age? Yeah. Because okay. she was like, she was like, this is something I've, want, I've wanted to be a mother my whole life. This is a long, like, like long dream for me. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, I don't want to just be like the, like, you know, second adult. Somebody's dad. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't, that, it was important for me to be like, for us to like to do it together you mm-hmm. know and so but i feel like at 39 i feel like she was on a clock like yeah for her, for sure. like, i can't play around with you Ron. That's like, I got stuff to did do. it yeah, yeah. did it real. feel like it like wasn't your idea basically yeah also that mm-hmm. yeah it just felt like i was along for the ride yeah and <laughs> quite literally yeah and I just, uh. yeah <laughs> so um yeah i didn't want to there's just something about that it just felt like i like it's like i'm not a part of it it's like mm-hmm. just just like kind of just here so yeah yeah. Damn. Y'all got I mean, time. You guys are right. good. Yeah. You I, know, though, I am a dude, though. So, like, I can always I turn 40 and marry somebody, like, Absolutely. much younger and it's not taboo. That's why I say, boys, it could happen any time. I do want to yeah. be younger to have my children so I can be young with my kids. But yeah. If it doesn't, yeah, I mean, when you that's why I think, like, realistically, mm-hmm. like, um, 
you know, you want to meet somebody, get married. Like, maybe you want to spend a couple of years just being married before you have kids. Like, yeah. that's mm-hmm. like four or five years. So, no. you know, relationships and such need to start being considered seriously if you're yeah. really trying to have, like, a family. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, all of us being similar-ish in age, except for <laughs> Mr. Bus Discount. Yo, that's so hurtful. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, do you feel like the uncertainty around, like, starting a family has to do with how difficult it is to, like, get a foothold? Yes. For, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Validating to hear that. Everything you just said about, like, so when you said everything about, like, the listing off the prices, the whole reason why I'm, like, working so hard, like, audio production-wise, I was like, listen, I have to have something that's a hit. I have to have something that makes it because... I need, to be, I need to be able to afford daycare, mm-hmm. a nanny, like all this stuff to like make both of our lives a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, just having enough for daycare isn't enough. Like what if we want a night out or want to do right. stuff or any of the stuff that I feel like allows you to like maintain like some sort of semblance as humans in it. Because parenting is tough. Like parents mm-hmm. will tell you like, I don't even, we don't really see each other anymore. It's all about raising a mm-hmm. child and all mm-hmm. of that. So I want to be able to like offset all of that. And that's like a mountain of money. That's yeah. like a mountain of money. I also think about alternatives to that. Like, I'm really big on, like, community and collectives and, you know, not everybody is is, um, blessed or, like, you know, surrounded with community in that way. But, like, if we had formed our society differently, maybe if we weren't so, like, American individualism, we all have to have Mm -hmm. our own households, like... Could our parents, again, if you're lucky enough in that way, like, could our parents live with us and serve as daycare? And, like, that's more sustainable. And not like parents become daycare, but, you know, my mom would be so happy Mm -hmm. to watch a grandbaby Mm 9 to 5. She would be pumped. And then that would be free, except maybe she lives with me. You know what I mean? So I just wonder if we can explore those things for ourselves as well. Like, you know, within your chosen family, Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Do you, any of y'all want your parents to live with you, like, for the long term? No. Again, I'd have to have a lot of money to have a much bigger house no. so that we have our own space. I'm not opposed to the idea. Okay. I, I you like a, them? <laughs> it's a, if I was married, I don't think I would mind. But like to live there as a single person, I just feel like I would not have like I could put my mom freedoms. in a in-law suite. Yeah, that's what I would want. Yes, Some, I, would want her, I would want her to live comfortably. Yeah. I want a guest house. Yeah. Like, I want them to have <laughs> their whole... She lives on yeah. the property. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Correct. So, yes. me and Simone keep throwing this idea back and forth about sure. a commune. Yes. yes. I'm 100%. ready. For real? I'm really buying land. Let's get it together. Okay. Every okay. person Where? I talk to is with it. Yo, you don't... I don't even think you... Okay, so my friend just did this. I would say lose the term friendly. Friend. My colleague just did this. He uh, was living... his. His father-in-law was diagnosed with cancer, okay. and they want to spend more time with their grandkids. Mm-hmm. So they said, "Why don't we pool our money, and get one big place? We can all live there. You'll live on your side. We'll live on ours, and we can spend more time with the kids and and all of this." And I was like, "Cool," but I was like, "But what what happens after like your grandparents eventually die because they're helping pay the mortgage on this mm-hmm. or something uh, like this? Like, how do you keep paying for the house or mm-hmm. whatever?" Which is what I always think about with communes, like. What happens when the top gets greedy or whatever? Or well, hopefully the top doesn't get greedy. And also maybe you front money. load the payment. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How far? Mm. Look, do we need a spreadsheet? You got to do a generation. You got to do a generation. But I think, I think honestly, like, I really, it's so interesting. Everyone I talk to our age, and I'm like, yo, I'm trying to start a commune. People are really feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel okay, like a yeah, lot of yeah. us are really tired with this way of life, and I'm yeah. really exploring. <laughs> People are like, tiny houses are camp. Can we just do, like, even if we just did, if we just did a, uh, like Co-ops a, and collectivism, uh, we could all go in on a piece of land, split it ten ways. I was going to say, we could do a residence hall. Like, you know how dorms are? Yeah. What if a that residence were... land. <laughs> <laughs> tiny space. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it'd be cool, because, like, 
We'd all be there. We'd have community rooms. And I need no a little bit more space than that. That's what they wanted. We live, but we can have a community center. I yeah. need a little bit more space than that. Yeah, right. like I'm thinking like tiny houses. I'm like saying, yeah. all, you know, how tiny? I could do a first floor of this house. I could probably have like you know, you tiny know. houses are like 300 to 400 square feet though, typically. You know, a large tiny. I'm very into tiny houses. Simone yeah. knows this. Um, <laughs> that's all that comes up on me. My YouTube algorithm. People living in vans. Yeah. People living in tiny all houses. All the vans always look like I'm like, yo, that looks dope. To me, if you have to shower and poop at a Target or Planet Fitness, you do not have a home. And that's okay. <laughs> if There are people who choose to not have <laughs> homes, but my van has to have a shower and a toilet Yeah, mm-hmm. for me to live in it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. I need working electricity in order to consider mm-hmm. in a home. Like, I need a light I can mm-hmm. flip. And yeah. your food is, uh, is uh, <laughs> three minutes away. Okay. I forgot, I forgot about, about it for a minute. I didn't. Yeah, this is okay. good timing. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we could wrap this up, honest, honestly. Is it, is it, this okay. has been nice to meet you. I'm Simone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I feel like at the end of the last one, I just asked for everybody to say something. Just leave the audience with something that, you know, you you want to impart on them. Um, something you want them to take seriously. With regard to life (laughs) living general i don't know just like a general like word of advice or um okay yeah just a quote that you liked or something like that um i think my word of advice for those who are looking for advice is just to take care of each other i think it's really important like life is really hard now and we can all help each other out in little different ways and like keep each other up um so reach out see how people are doing see what you can do for them and maybe they'll do something nice for you That's a good one. Uh, So Mother Teresa said, uh, always greet each other with a smile for a smile is the beginning of love. And I always like that quote because uh, it, I think it forces us to try to be kind to each other and always treat each other respectfully. So I think we should like really consider each other and be more empathetic and be kind to everybody and, greet each other with a smile you don't have to though like do whatever you want to do i'm not telling anyone to smile mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you like to smile you should, you should smile <laughs> to each other you have you have agency if you so choose thank you granddad <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it it's getting older every time <laughs> man you guys have really good ones you go simone first. Okay. <laughs> i don't know if i did the same one because for the um for the last chat but one of my favorite quotes is 20 years from now uh, you'll regret the things that you didn't do more than the things that you did. So um, mine is just like, yeah, just try things, do things, and um, don't be afraid to fail. Love that. Nice. Mm, God, you guys are good, really good ones. Mm, I feel like I need time to think about it. Um, I really, I was going to build on just being nice to people. I think that just goes a long way. Everyone, especially at this time, we're just in such a disarray with everything that's going on in our lives um but learning just to be or practicing kindness in every aspect of your life just learn to be or just practice it practice being kind in everything stop being so hateful sure be, be more loving i know that's hard for some people some people don't know how to be loving but just love more be kind don't be so harsh. That's it. Work. Oh, All right. Are you not snappy well, anymore? Okay. 
<laughs> thank you all for being here. I really appreciate it. And um, can't wait to dig into this food. So. <laughs> all right. All right. How'd y'all feel about that? Um, please let me know in the reviews, in the comments. Let me know if you enjoyed the episode. Let me know um, what you thought about the different topics that we talked about. If you have any differing opinions or if you think someone's like absolutely wrong or right, you know, they can be positive. Um, but yeah, so I will be in touch with y'all later. I will definitely be more consistent this year. Um, maybe. <laughs> but I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And um, until next time. If you'd like to follow the podcast, you can do that at Into My Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do that on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, or just something you want to share, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email me at IntoMyPodcast at gmail.com. And like I said earlier, subscribe to the newsletter to stay up to date with all the events. That's um, at IntoMyPodcast.com. So, yeah, see y'all later. Have a good week.